Alrighty, guys, welcome to another episode of the Go For Two podcast. I'm your host, Cargo. Today is going to be an eight-part series where I basically take each division and I rank their draft class, okay? I'll start off with the team I thought that the best to the team that I thought, you know, could have done a little something a little bit different here. Some of the things that I'm looking for is um, how many picks that they have. Um, and not necessarily, uh, you know, who had the most picks, but who was able to move up and down the draft board um, to get players that they they wanted or needed. Um, and, yeah, it's, uh, it's the age-old question, do you uh, draft based on need or you do you draft based on value? Um, and at the end of the day, we don't know if this draft class will be successful until three to five years from now, but um, I think it's always important to note that in 2012, the Seattle Seahawks got an F as a grade. And uh, in that draft class, what they were able to do was add um, Bobby Wagner, Bruce Irvin, Russell Wilson, Richard Sherman, and that helped them win a Super Bowl. So even last year's draft class could be uh, a group that makes an immediate impact right away. Uh, you look at the Seattle Seahawks once again, who drafted two starting offensive tackle, a starting running back, and a defensive uh Rookie of the Year uh, player in Tariq Woolen here. So, yeah, today's division is going to be the AFC East, okay? So the team that I thought had the best draft overall is going to be the Buffalo Bills. Uh, in the first round, they took tight end Dalton Kinecade out of Utah. In the so- second round, they go with um, Osiris Torrance out of Florida. In the third round, linebacker Dorian Williams out of Tulane. In the fifth round, wide receiver Justin Shorter out of Florida. In the seventh round, offensive tackle Nick Brewer out of Ole Miss. And then seventh round, defensive back Alex Austin out of Oregon State. So really, I just felt like the Buffalo Bills just nailed this draft with the first three picks here. So the Bills obviously didn't have a lot of needs. But um, for them to trade up in front of the Cowboys to take Dalton Kinecade, um, a tight end. I know we don't necessarily value tight ends in the first round, but I just think he's going to be a really dynamic pass catcher in this offense. Um, we want to add somebody here opposite of Stephon Diggs who can make plays, and Dalton's going to allow them to do that in a lot of like 12 and 22 personnels where he could be a mismatch for a lot of teams and kind of reminds me a little bit of um, – you know, Travis Kelsey and the way he kind of plays his game here. So a willing blocker who could play in the slot is what I really like. And then in the second round, they go with Florida guard or Cyrus Cyborg Torrance out of Florida. I think he's going to be an upgrade at the guard position, having some depth there. And it's all about protecting Josh Allen, who hasn't stayed healthy the last couple of years. So um, really like that addition. And then in the third round, linebacker Dorian Williams out of Tulane. He's going to be a guy that um, super athletic linebacker. He's going to be taking over for uh, Tremaine Edmonds, who left to Chicago here. But I think with those three picks, they weren't super sexy, but I think it's going to help them um, in the long run here. Second, I had to go with the New England Patriots. In the first round, they took cornerback Christian Gonzalez out of Oregon. In the second round, edge Keon White out of Georgia Tech. In the third round, they go with um, safety linebacker Marty Mapu out of Sacramento State. In the fourth round, Jake Andrews out of Troy. 
In the fourth round, they go with a kicker, Chad Ryland out of Maryland. Another fourth-round pick in interior offensive lineman, Sid So out of Eastern Michigan. Another offensive lineman in the fifth round in Antonio Maffi out of UCLA. In the sixth round, they go with wide receiver Kayshawn Bowden out of LSU. In the sixth round, they took punter Bryce Barringer out of Michigan State. In the sixth round, wide receiver Demario Douglas out of Liberty. And then the sixth and seventh round, they go with a couple of defensive backs in Amir Speed out of Michigan and Isaiah Bolden out of Jackson State. Deion, Deion Sanders country right there. Uh, but, yeah, so um, one of the things that I thought was interesting is uh, the Patriots in that first round. Obviously, this probably has to be the biggest steal of the draft. Um, the P- Patriots had a need at uh, – cornerback slash safety with the loss of, um, you know, uh, Devin McCourty, I'm here, I'm sorry. And that 17th pick overall has been known as a, play, a position of a steal because guys, what happens is some guys that are top 10 picks kind of fall out and 17th is usually the spot that they get taken. We get some very notable 17th overall picks the last couple of years. Um, Zion Johnson, C.D. Lamb, Dexter Lawrence, Derwin James here. So um, I love Christian Gonzalez. I think he's the best cornerback in this draft. Um, And for the Patriots to be able to trade back and still get their guy, uh, what an absolute pick. What a steal for the uh, New England Patriots who um, are going to be able to get the most out of him. This is a guy who's a football player with track speed who looks like a wide receiver uh, on the defensive side of the ball. Edge, Keon White out of Georgia Tech. I really like this player as well. I think um, he's a guy who can play a couple different positions on the defensive line. Some more depth uh, in their front seven. In the third round, they go with another um, defensive player, Marty Mapu out of Sacramento State. A lot of people said this is a reach, but I think this is kind of like a uh, Bill Belichick, New England Patriots type of player. Um, He's one of those physical line uh, linebackers who can play like the safety hybrid role there. So um, I'll be interesting to see where they have him on the uh, field here. Um, and then they go with center Jack Andrews out of Troy, a center um, to back up David Andrews, basically to build some depth with this offensive line and sit so in an Antonio Maffi. Um Interesting that they didn't go off at the tackle, but I think there there's some guys that have some um, roster flexibility here. And then in the fourth round and then the sixth round, they go with a kicker punter. This is the first time that uh, kicker punter have been drafted in the uh, together in the same draft since 2001 with the Raiders taking Sebastian Janikowski and Shane Leckler. Um, so that is definitely another New England Patriots pick up there for them. And then in the uh, sixth round, they go with wide receiver Kayshawn Bowden out of LSU. I really like the pick here. He has some value. Um, You add some talent to a wide receiver group um, that has been very lackluster, to say the least. Um, I think he's going to have a a potential to be a sleeper in this draft. Um, He's going to be a guy who definitely has some opportunity. He has the size. He has the speed. Um, So we'll just see if the New England Patriots can harness that. Um, and then Demario Douglas, probably another special team guy. Uh, Mir Speed and Isaiah Bolden also uh, provide some depth to this position that they've constantly developed and let guys go. Um, so all in all, really good draft for the New England Patriots. Some help on defense, some help in the offensive line. 
Um, it all comes down to Mac Jones and see if he can be successful next year. And then we have the New York Jets who uh, in the first round took Edge Will McDonald out of Iowa State. In the second round, they go with center Joe Tipman out of Wisconsin. In the fourth round, offensive tackle Carter Warren out of Pittsburgh. In the fifth round, another Pittsburgh guy and running back Israel Abakukanda. In the sixth round, they go with linebacker Zier Barnes out of Western Michigan. Cornerback Jerdrick Bernard Converse out of LSU. And then in the seventh round, Zach Koontz out of Old Dominion. So uh, for the New York Jets, obviously, you know, adding Aaron Rodgers got to be a part of this draft class. You know, you would think it's got to be top, top tier. But honestly, what I think the Jets should have done was, you know, they needed a left tackle. Jonah Williams is a guy that I saw that was still available. I would have maybe used that second round pick um, to take Jonah Williams, but um, in the first round, I like Edge, Will McDonald, the fourth out of Iowa State. I felt like they needed to add another pass rusher in this draft. Um, I just felt like maybe this would have been a little too high for him. I think they could have gotten some value um, in the second round. Obviously, in the first round, it should have been offensive tackle, but they brought in Billy Turner. They have Mekhi Beckham coming back and Dwayne Brown coming back from injury, so they feel like maybe with the guys coming back from injury, they should be – uh, better on the offensive line than last year. Uh, I love the second round pick in Joe Tipman out of Wisconsin, a big upgrade at the center position. He's going to be the leader of that offensive line with uh, Lakin Tomlinson and I- Elijah Vera Tucker here. In the fourth round, they go with some more offensive linemen depth and Carter Warren out of Pittsburgh. I love that. In the fifth round, they go with the running back, Israel. Uh, he's actually one of my favorite running backs in this draft, and I think he's going to be a great addition to Brees Hall, Michael Carter. He's got a little bit of juice and pop there. And then in the sixth round, they go with some depth at the linebacker position. Zaire Barnes um, might have some opportunity for that Will linebacker spot. Um, and then, obviously, Roderick Bernard Converse joins a very nice secondary group with Sauce Gardner, DJ Reed. Michael Carter the second as well. And then some uh, tight end and Zach Koontz out of Old Dominion, uh, probably for some depth special teams play here. Um, obviously, like I said, the Jets added Aaron Rodgers, so they won the draft. But um, I definitely like what they did on the offensive line and defensive line here. Um, so it'll be interesting what they will do in this upcoming season. And then last but not least, we have the Miami Dolphins, who obviously didn't have a first-round pick. Because it was forfeited um, due to a tampering issue with Tom Brady a couple years ago. But in the second round, they go with cornerback Cam Smith out of South Carolina. Third-round pick, running back Davon Achen out of Texas A&M. In the sixth round, they go with uh, wide receiver Higgins out of Stanford. And then uh, seventh-round pick, offensive tackle Ryan Haynes out of Michigan. Um, their second round pick in Cam Smith out of South Carolina. I really like this player a lot. I felt like he could have been a guy who was in the first round. You pair him up with Jalen Ramsey, Xavier Howard, Javon Holland, Deshaun Elliott, Brandon Jones in the secondary. Um, that's a nice group. He's going to have a lot of opportunities to, to play and learn from some of the top corners in the league. Running back, I love Davion out of Texas A&M. I think he fits their system. He's a one-cut runner. He's got blazing fast speed. Um, I think he's going to be a 
potential fantasy football sleeper. Um, he's going to be a big game changer for them on offense. And then wide receiver Elijah Higgins out of Stanford provides some depth, and it looks like he's going to be a tight end this um, this year. They're going to convert him to tight end, which is um, which is good. They don't need more wide receivers here. And then Ryan Haynes out of Michigan, offensive tackle, provides some depth at the offensive line. So, um, like I said, with what the Dolphins have done in the offseason, not having a lot of draft capital, they made the most of what they had with their draft class. Just um, I just felt like the other teams had um, really good drafts. That's the only thing. But, um, yeah, it'll be interesting. This AFC East also, obviously, is going to be that much more difficult. Uh, the Dolphins – you know, if Tua Tungavailoa is healthy um, and they don't need a quarterback, you know, you have the Dolphins, the Buffalo Bills, and the New York Jets. And let's not forget the New England Patriots and Bill Belichick. Um, it's going to be another really tough division uh, to compete in. But we'll just have to wait and see. But um, that's pretty much all I got for you guys. Um, that concludes the um, eight-part series of the um, NFL uh, draft rankings. So what I'm going to be doing in this time here is now creating team reports for each team, basically doing an overview of their um, entire offseason. And we're going to be able to predict maybe some winners of the division and see uh, what's going to happen in the future for some of these teams. So um, thank you guys so much for listening. Feedback is always welcome. I really appreciate it. Um, always remember to go for two.